0: I'm Michael
1: Bull, and you listen to the Toffee Blues
2: Podcast. Welcome to a special edition of the Toffee Blues Podcast. My name's David. If you do know me, I'm sorry, but do get comfy because you won't want to miss this one. This week, I spoke to a genuine Evertonian, a local lad who walked a path that most of us could only dream about. He made 121 appearances for the club that he loves, and it really was a privilege to speak to him. It was, of course, the one and only Michael Ball.
3: So, yeah, once again, first, please, thanks for just taking your time out to speak to us at the Toffee Blues. Um, Certainly from a personal point of view, it's it's kind of a big deal for me because I started going the game around 97, um, which is, of course, when you broke into the team, so you were one of my idols (laughs) when uh, when I was a young lad. Um, Funny enough, I... (laughs) I was thinking about this when I was doing a bit of research before our chat. There was a there was an occasion where when I was a y- younger lad, where my um, dad used to take me, and we had to kind of fluctuate between the top balcony and the the family enclosure just so I could see what was going on. Um, yeah, I always preferred the family enclosure just to be a little bit closer to the pitch and the
1: and the mm-hmm. players,
3: and I always hoped I might get a grab of the ball. And there was this one time where they, it, it smacked the advertising ball in front of us. Um, my dad quickly scooped it up and handed over to me i froze of course and it was yourself who was hurtling towards me um and we were losing at the time as well um i've ended up just to go on the ball about 20 yards away from here and i just remember <laughs> the whole ground booing and groaning uh i think i was only about six and <laughs> i was having nightmares about it for weeks but um and i'll listen anyway as we you know it was a great career that uh played for the likes of rangers psv city but, of course, it all started with Everton. Um, so just where did your love of the first start with the club and how did you end up signing for them?
0: Um, well, the love of the club is basically from my family. I mean, um, my dad's got a huge family and since I was uh, able to get out the house and watch the game, I think he used to take me when I was three, four years old, um, so I always had the games with my dad and similar to yourself, it was family enclosure, then they'd be in the main stand and it would be up and down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so I love the club from... Basically, they they dot really, and then um, just obviously just go to game with the family and um, just support the Blues. And obviously, I, I was spoiled as a child because it was uh, we were successful back yeah, then, and of you know I've, I've seen some good memories and some um, very um, memorable games that we still talk about uh, now. Mm. Um, so it was very it's very easy, you know, um, the club close to my heart, and um, playing football was all as a kid like everybody really just loved playing football, loved every every time I went anywhere I always had a ball with me and um, just obviously playing for my local club and um, seemed to be like, standing out more than others and got an opportunity to go to the other side of the park to, to play with the Academy. Um because my local team was Hugh McCauley, who's a coach at Liverpool and mm. uh, asked me to go and train with them for a bit and um you know, which which was which was great, getting good coaching off him and Stevie highway but I always made sure I only had me I only had my Everton kit or me <laughs> <kit>, so <laughs> you know they they took a good stick. They they, they used to give me a lot of a lot of stick, but I think the they loved me loyalty that I you know I wasn't gonna be swayed by putting that red top on or we <laughs> so always used to train with the you know, Everton top on and then there'd be a bib or something to try I and hide do, it. I do love that uh, to be fair. <laughs> so it was it were good times and I, I, there's always a memory of when I was at at Melwood at Easter and they're all having dinner and... Um, I got invited to go and trade for a couple of days with um, <clears throat> with the youth team. And, mm. uh, you know, you're only, let's say, 12, 13 years of age. And um, John Barnes was in the canteen throwing peas at me. <laughs> 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 you know, you, you I rattled him already. So yeah. it, it, was, it was quite fun. But uh, luckily enough, they all gave me uh, my father a phone call um, and said, Howard Kendall wants to meet you. Um, and that was just like a dream come true. Course, um, yeah. You know, um Liverpool tried their best to keep me, Steve Dairy was, he was a, you know, he was, a, he was a he was a top man and a top coach and he tried to get fouled in McManaman, and Ian Rush to persuade me to say, yeah. Look, you we'll could support Everton play for this club I'm going, No, you don't realise it's I can't I can't do
1: that.
0: Yeah. And as soon as said, the manager at the time um he sat me down and said, Well, Michael, you know, follow your heart but I'm you're English, I'm Scottish, I'm <laughs> Liverpool, you're Everton. I don't think it could work out yeah. You know, I had, a, I had a bit of a chuckle, and he just yeah. said, "Follow your heart," which was which was which was nice for them. You yeah, know, definitely, but, yeah. you know. But then, I was never going to turn down an opportunity to go and meet our Kendall, and yeah. he, he asked for my mum and dad, to come for a lunch, and I was panicking because all I've got is footy kit. You know, I didn't have yeah. any clothes, I didn't have any shoes or anything. So I'm like, yeah. what do you do? Ties? <laughs> 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 you know, it's a stupid things that you don't think yeah. about. And um, went to uh, a restaurant in Fulham, we did two chops at the time, <laughs> and then. Um, I've only got a small memory of it. Really, like yeah. before and after, because I wasn't a, I wasn't allowed in the in the meal. I was having that sort of we started and as a kid, you go know, into these fancy restaurants, you don't know what you're eating. now you oh, don't. God. You sort of get such the plainest thing possible. And then <laughs> Howard basically said, "So do you want to play for our club?" Then and I was like, "Yes, of course." So that was it. Done.
3: So, so how old it, were you at this time? I
0: was thirteen.
3: 13.
0: I was thirteen then, and, and that was sort of I got asked to go to the other side of the restaurant and. Uh, help myself to the minibar, um, but it we only coke, so obviously. But yeah. you know, I, I was too scared to even, or cheeky enough to even take one. So I just sat there for about two hours, and <laughs> probably, probably more, on my own while my mum and dad were having a nice drink. And yeah. uh, and my dad prob- probably tell him how would how we what, what team we should play. And, yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: tell,
0: <laughs> tell know, him how so, to do the job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, So uh, it was, that was all fun and games, and my mum was a little bit word for word afterwards. And, <laughs> I just remember going well, what's going on? You know, have I signed and you know um that was yeah, near the end you're gonna have to come back in and um sign the schoolboy schoolboy form, so that was when my dream was, was then, it was done. Um, so I don't know really what happened I <laughs> don't know what me and my mum and dad were saying, but the they um we sort of thought about the day was one of the you know, memorable days and that was where we sort of where it started getting serious really, you know, as a kid. Um and then I was off to Lidish then for two years. So it wasn't really part of the footy club. Um sort of you, you stay in the show where there was Michael Owen, Wes Brown, um, you know, and a few other John who sort of made it with a really career. So I didn't actually start at the club properly. Um you come back at East Ed and School all we can play a game for the 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 A T and the B team and stuff like that, mm. but I didn't actually start till obviously the YTS after school.
1: Yeah. And
0: then that was sort of the serious part of it where you you're in the man's world type thing after school and you've got to sort of earn your right to you know, to to, to, to basically to make you David yeah, really at first. Course, but you yeah. you you've got to sort of gel with a lot of lads that you've I've never known, you yeah. know, for you know, for two years, three years to sort of come coming in from sort of the, the outside and fight for your place. So I was always sort of determined to do what I could to get into the team and yeah. um John Airston, um Ronnie really Goodless the coaches back then, but I didn't really stay with the youth team for long. I, um, yeah, well, I was Probably I'll... around about the three months. I mean, as soon as I turned I was 17, in the October, obviously pre-season starts say July-ish,
1: yeah. something like
0: that. And by the October, I was 17. Jimmy Gabriel um, was really good to me. He put me he just put me straight to, through the reserves, but there was, it was wasn't a big reserve team at the time. There was oh. only like a, probably a handful of six or seven lads, and then that would get filled with ex-players. No, not ex-players, sorry, ex players The players that hadn't been involved in the you know the games at the yeah, weekend. of
1: course.
0: And, yeah, there was it was a good you know, I, I spoke about it recently. There was, you look back at the research and said there was like there was Kinchelsky there that Grant, granted a parking to the before Rybelt, um yeah. Bark Attack, or you not know, like some mention <laughs> 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 There was quite a few, you know, big name players. And obviously, that was the way it was back then. If you didn't play it on the Saturday, you'd have to keep your your match sharpness up. So, any yeah. stand was there, you know, I and mean, then You, you learned a lot, of you know, course, very yeah. very quick. You know, being in, in, involved involved with them at training, they were they were so quick and so ahead of you But I was just so determined to sort of you know stump me on authority somehow, and yeah. and I found out oh, way well, I a car match them. That they "I'll try and get me defended and make sure, you know, where you can get past me and." Yeah. Um, and and in, a, in a strange way, that's sort of how my debut sort of happened. I just remember going through 11v11. 11 11, um, and I was obviously 1v1 with Konchalskas and I didn't realise, I just got sheltered over near the other side of the park to come in and join in and make the numbers up and um, Konchalskas get past me, but I didn't realise it was just trying to walk through it. But I was taking it seriously. and did <laughs> um, know
3: you were there. You no, know, and
0: yeah, yeah. so Konchelsky wasn't a bit too happy with me. And yeah. Joe Roy was sheltered and good, Michael, they just let him pass because they're playing, say, I can't remember if they were playing Man United or whoever. Yeah. Um, they just want to, I'm like, all oh, right, okay. And then after that, I just seen to be in part of the first team training
1: yeah. quite
0: a lot and travelling with the first teams. Um, Joe was always one of them who, who wanted me to travel the away games and make the teas and coffees and just be around the first team. So you're not sort of star which, you know, even though you know, I was a mad blue, you know, there's some players, you just always going to be starstruck on. Even though you are your teammates, so there'll be big Nev there. Yeah. You know, the laughs you're having as a YTF going into the rooms, and there'll be big Nev and, um, you know, two Parvis and, and you could get giving each other a stick. You just sat there like a proper schoolboy, just laughing oh. your head off, and, and just hope that you never got an eyeline of Nev. But as soon as you yeah. clocked it, you, you you got your nickname and that was you stuck. So I was I, was, I got called quite a few on them from <laughs> the big whether It was, was Bugsy Burrows or um, you what know, else? The gym and whatever come out through his in the morning. That stuck for a good week or so. Yeah. What was the <laughs> um, I mean w-
3: When you did come in, it was uh, I believe the debut was against Spurs, wasn't it? Ninety seven. Uh, yeah, yeah. Was it? Was it Watson who who gave you your your first debut? It was.
0: Yeah. 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 It was like a. Uh, it just felt. I don't know, like when you're a kid, you sort of take a little bucket list off and like, I've yeah. just done that. You don't make a list up. You just go, well, I've done that. Now what can I do now? You know, got into yeah. the reserve team. Now we're getting into the squad. Now I just want to get on the pitch. And it does seem like, to whichever yeah, who we seem to be on the, travelling, being on the bench or being just outside the squad. And I sort of, not lost a fight of obviously getting on the pitch, but I just thought, when's it going to happen? And yeah. because I've been in the team and the squad for that long, it never seemed to sort of, Okay. Uh, take a chance and obviously with the swap of Joe go and I thought, well, you know, Dave's gonna obviously bring in the you know, the older guys and, mm. and just try and get a bit of experience in while we were struggling and um but luckily enough it went a the fate there was a there was an injury um that happened just before half time and they watched and you know showed a lot of faith and bringing me on just before just before half time and um it, just, it was I think it was just the goal kick I went up for the head and then the, the, the time whistle went. So then I had sort of time to sort of get me heads around what I needed to do and at half time and Dave Watson was pulling to one side and he goes, look, you've got the quality, son, and just do what you've been doing and you know what this crowd's all about and, you know, sometimes a tackle, you know, if you can't score a goal, a tackle will get the crowd going and get us right behind. So, you know, go out and enjoy it and do what you can and, you know, weirdly enough, you know, through my career, I was probably known as sort of a strong tackler, but I never really got booked even as a young kid. Mm. Um but it goes on the pitch for about five minutes and I got I got I got thinking I was uh, I was rocky against Varga. You know, we were trying to shoot the ball out to play and we got this little skinny blonde uh, scouts lad trying to get round him so uh, I just wanted to, to go to show him look yeah. you know you're not gonna have an easy game so I, I think I tackled them from behind and I, I did that yeah they definitely give you deserved yellow card and the card gave me a bit of a cheer. So that was like well yeah Waggy was right. Yeah,
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> um,
0: but then yeah it was just a uh, it was a great moment and it was a big win at the time, yeah, the one um, yeah. so it was a very important win um, and it's only sort of now thinking back how, how important it really was at the time, I'm sort of, I couldn't say I was um, selfish but I'm just made up, I made my debut and mm. I've made up like I've done my dream that I've always wanted to do and put that blue shirt on and run out, you know, go in some Park so then, and then obviously to win. So it was great But it's only
3: when you think back How important that win was That season Yeah it was Well funny enough I was going to ask you about that Obviously you did come in Really that kind of Those few months Going into the following season It was a It was a difficult period For the club wasn't it Um of course Kendall come back uh, I mean firstly what was it like playing under Kendall um, Ben and he was probably a hero of yours
0: yeah it, 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 it was a strange one because you sort of you, obviously I met him a few years before and yeah. he 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 with a 14 year old but you know you have to come in and get business done so yeah. he's, he, he's busy getting you know getting the, the players played the way he wanted to play but him and Hinchcliffe and it does be, you know they were a pain you know because he used to train they trained with you, and they were too good. <laughs> you know, you weren't allowed to tackle them. You were, you weren't allowed to tackle them, which you, sometimes you wanted to. But you knew if you, if you, if you got a few studs on, you won't be playing Saturday. So it's sort of um, you'd either have to sort of let him. I you know, wouldn't say let him. He can make, make you can make him look good because he was good. He yeah, okay. play one touch, two touch, and he was uh, especially on a Friday floor games. Have little fun, little games, and oh, he was head and shoulders on everyone. You know, yeah. even though. You no know, old and you say so you passed it, but he, he still had the brain, and he was you know he made training training very enjoyable for the players. Yeah. You know, even though we were going through that bad time, he made us sort of have fun, you know, and but be serious
1: yeah. at
0: the same time. And you know, but I think the lads really enjoyed the training under Howard. And, and he was a good sort of um, player manager. You know, he knew who needed his arm around his shoulder, who needed you know a quiet word here and there. So he was he was very very clever that way and. I just remember taking my boots off, I think maybe after pre-season, he just sat on the wall by Belfield knocking all the mud off their boots. And he goes, I remember that day. Uh, me. I and mean, he walked off. And I thought, oh, great. <laughs>
2: you
0: know, because I was like, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, you know, that meant a lot. I didn't yeah. remember the, the, the day he signed me as a, as a young kid. So I just, but I knew uh, I had a fight on my hands to get, was, you know, and it was Hinchcliffe sort of breaking the England team at the time. They had Teddy Field in there, Irish international. Mm-hmm. So I had a fight on me and to sort of stamp my stamp the authority and try and get a run of games in the first year. and that was sorted of after my debut and and maybe the, I think it was a couple of weeks after my first start at West Ham that you know that's what I needed to try and do you know mm-hmm. as a young kid there's a many clubs and there's many kids who were new we're all getting them to the little debut here and there but you know I was one of the first and was all to do so but I just wanted to get a run of games going and um, and that's that was that was that was, that was my target.
3: Well, you, you did feature a lot in that season, but I mean, you talk about the training, but how how difficult was it, bearing in mind how close we did go to going down in, in 98 and staying up on the last day? What was it like for, for you and the lads on the pitch?
0: It I look at back now and I go, how did we, how did we deal with it? You know, because yeah. it, 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 it was a, you really don't, at the time, you don't think, well, again, I'm biased on a blue and thinking we're never gonna go down, we're too good to go down. Mm. I have that sort of mentality. But the season has probably came a couple of weeks before I think we played Southampton and I just remember the way it got mentioned and changed a after one of the games. So we need to sort ourselves out. We're gonna get relegated to that you know, one one of the senior players said that and I remember looking at him thinking, nah <laughs> you know, <laughs> not, not it, you know nah. yeah, I'm just not believing it but that's probably being like naive. Yeah. For me, really, because you know that real reality, we were in a dire situation. Yeah. But because I'm memory um, my first season and enjoying football and enjoying playing for the club, I'm not really seeing a bigger picture. Yeah, of
1: course.
0: Um, and that game, I can't remember what happened the night the night before, but you know, I think a lot of players would have been you know sleepless nights and thinking Look, what what needs to be happened because it was out of our hands. And um, the only the only part of them with that game is I had, I got into a bad challenge. Uh, like by the main stand and I stub went right into my knee. I was sort of, not struggling, but the physio coming around to Jones and he said, you're coming off. And I just pushed him and probably throwing of left off as well. And, um, <laughs> he slapped me across the face <laughs> and i was sort of like in shock thinking he just slapped me across the face mm. and i was in front of like the family enclosure you yeah. know where it happened and yeah. i was right by I'm the drug out and i was just i was by the tunnel walking walking by the tunnel and howard looked at me and i think i was quite teary um in the eyes what's up with you and, he, and i just basically said that um and he wants to take me off and he goes, You got over yeah he goes, Get back on the pitch then. So I was like, Get in <laughs> so I was so turned around and ran back on the pitch and um obviously we all know what happened after that. Yeah, um, cool. you know, I was with the pen, that was like a nightmare situation. That was that was one of the times I thought so shall I step up? You know, I was nowhere near being a penalty take back then, but I'd done it for England and I always thought, you know, if was get an opportunity but um Nick missed and then um keeper dropped the ball or went through his hands and you're just thinking oh no yeah. but we hold on and you know that was great but I couldn't really enjoy the celebrations in the changing room because one me knee was sort of bleeding and I was on crutches and the other half, the other half Andy Jones and the club doctor had me against the wall by my throat <laughs> saying you know I could have uh, you know could have could have let the club down um, mm-hmm. you know you lost half a yard there you could have Slip, you could have done anything, you, you know, you put the club at risk. I thought and it basically... went a bit easy on you, to be honest, after the... Eight. No, no, I, <laughs> no, I, yeah, no, I got put, put, I think, basically because I've gone against them. Yeah. And the manager, you know, and he, he thinks his authority's being overruled, which it wasn't, but it was just my, I was not I was high yeah. I mean, basically the one who cares, isn't my club, not many in there, that's their, their club. No, of um, course, yeah. And I think they were just basically saying, look, apologise and, and move on and, um, well, we got away with it this time but you'll know, listen to our advice in the future, which I can understand, but at the time you yeah, I've got an adrenaline, I probably would have played with two broken legs back then. So <laughs> it didn't really it didn't really matter what they were saying, I just didn't want to go off that pitch and I think me being sort of a bit tearful. I think I was just thinking, you know, you know you know, very happy that he asked me the question so I could get back on the pitch and yeah and you know, hope it see, it, see us see through. So we were lucky, um um I was went to Belfield the next day to get <laughs> the the, the, uh, the tablets that I needed and, and get myself really assessed and Howard was there um and the was just look, was bouncing. It yeah, was um, and then, but it was bouncing for the relief of relief. Um mm. not celebrating us, you know, having a good season. It was just sort of like we've got we've got away mm-hmm. with it there, you know, we had the luck, Now let's get down to work and focus on next season, get back fit. Yeah. Um and that's what was in, in, in the players' minds and the players' heads to get back and don't let like, get don't let like us get back in that situation ever again. Yeah. Well I mean going on to that,
3: that next season, obviously that was when uh, Walter Smith came in. Um I mean what was he like as a manager? Um it, yeah, I, w-
0: w- Walter, w- Walter came in and he he made a lot of changes. Because um, yeah. it's you
3: looked know, back, isn't it? As, as a fail, failure really as as time there, but I mean ever not off the pitch were going through a difficult spell, weren't he, we, financially and uh, yeah, it was,
0: it was a difficult time for Russell to come in, um, mm. I suppose. But he, he made a lot of changes. You know, again, talking about Belfield, he, he didn't think Belfield was up to scratch. He was giving him a bit of a lick of paint and making it more um, desirable in style, new, new flooring and stuff like that, and getting the gym sorted out. Mm. Um, which, because he wanted it to, you know, for us to enjoy being at the training ground and spend a lot more time at the training ground. Mm. Um, and he, he came in. He, he did have a bit of money to spend. Um, you know and he, he didn't be fair to him he spotted a good few few players that you know attracted to the club and it didn't last too long and Walter um, in his first maybe year 18 months was he sort of I wouldn't say I was his teacher's pet but you know I was in his office for the right reasons
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> a lot of the time giving me advice and going look you know we want you to break in the England team we want you to do this you need to do that speak to the players Yeah. Um, so he, I was sort of being like a um not acting like a vice captain, but he was always putting me giving me sort of um leadership to go out and do. You know, keep look after the young kids and um, you know, I've had he's dealt with young players at Rangers, these like are Barry Ferguson and, mm. and you know the few others have come through the system. So he knew what, what was ahead of me and he just wanted me to sort of stick to the right path and do the right things and um and at, at the time I was sort of i had a, a nigger with me with me knee. Um, and it was I Again, ultimately, i have done that. And I never really learnt from it that I thought if I can play a game at a good level and I'm, I'm sort of getting out of the match or playing a good standard, you know, there's no push moment to the doctor. You know, yeah. Led down at the time we said to me, Michael, you're never injured. <laughs> so so that, I know, so I'm not fast enough to pull a hammy anyway. So you, know, <laughs> <about that. laughs> uh, so you know, we had a little joke over it, but then as soon as I got into the senior thing, I started getting this really sharp pain in me, like in right standing knee when I used to sort of cross the ball or with a few balls in, but I always thought, well, if I'm playing at a decent level in the Premier League, yeah. you know, it can't be that bad. Um, mm. But Walter put it down to, uh, I was probably with the under-18s in England, you know, me certainly right, and mm. they used to play on a Thursday, so I'd be away with England playing Thursday night, and I'd be flying back, you know, late, know, early morning, Friday, then getting on the coach at Belfield, and we're travelling to Southampton away.
1: Yeah,
0: um, it's a man is isn't it? Yeah, he started going... You know, he probably seemed, your form was probably dipping, but mm-hmm. he, he started just not training me. He just said, you're not training. He said, you need to, to rest. Um, Obviously, you want to be involved in England, and I want you to be the best you can, so just keep yourself, you know, mm-hmm. ticking over and come, just come and train on the 30 Fridays, and hopefully that knee will settle down for you. And and that's what sort of happened, um, the majority of the first 18 months or so under Walter. And then the one pre season. Yeah, you know, we've obviously started selling a lot of young players who were struggling with with the money. Uh, Gavin left, Richard done left, um Danny left. There was you know, players who started sort of leaving and um the court matter that season only lasted um, a year. Yeah. Um so you can you can see you know the club weren't going they weren't attracting the better players than, than he was in his first year. Mm. Um and it was a bit disappointing. We started buying a lot of senior players, um, and I was thinking, oh, where are we go here, you know. Yeah, um,
3: well, it is funny. Go on, sorry.
0: Yeah, it was, it was because we had a lot of trialists, you know, we, yeah. we brought in a lot of trialists, and there were you know, those two Spanish kids, I think they were from Barcelona away, and uh, I and I did that I was thinking, I <laughs> hope oh, <laughs> oh, you know, <laughs> we sign these, and they end up signing someone else, you thinking, but... It, it, that was that was his that was, his, that, was his, that was his style and and, and who we brought in just surprised me you know Goffey was absolutely spot on yeah. you know Goffey was a great professional I learned a lot from from Goffey I was probably a bit too mouthy mm-hmm. a bit too demanding um yeah. when I, you know when, when I'm off the pitch I'm very quiet I'm on the pitch I seem to sort of character changes a little bit and I think me me demands of me teammates are, are very high if yeah. they're not doing them I tell them and I won't care you know who you're if you are you've had so many caps or you've had so many appearances, I'm I'm gonna tell you some of them don't like it because they feel like they to get embarrassed, you know, by a young kid and mm. you know, Walter encoded that from me really, but Goffey pulled me to one side and not t- tame me, but basically said put it do it in a nicer way. You write yeah. what you say and but you're putting it across the wrong way and it's probably me, me scouts and you know, there's just 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 sort of shouting with frustration and not sort of you know, I, I want to get the best out of my teammates as well as telling them what to do and knock, knock them down a little bit, which is probably when I was out, what I was doing at first. And so, uh, so I got him, came in, and, and I just love playing against playing long them. him. Um, Walter, you know, pulled my dad in once just to see what was what was, up with, what was up, what we need to do to try and get out. And he said, he uh, month before one game, he said, do you want you played centre-half, didn't you? And I was like... Yeah, when I was about fourteen, "You're joking, are you?" I said, "No, yeah, of course, yeah." He goes, "Well, I'm gonna start playing centre half."
3: Yeah, you, um, say you did adapt for a little while, didn't you? Then the were you quite versatile, I suppose, between the in the, 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 the wing back and the. And even
0: yeah, it was a yeah under Howard it was a strange one as well. You yeah. know, I think he just liked me, liked me the footballing ability because I I played centre mid a lot. Played, you know, against Man United, and, mm, sure. you know, I've played the worst game in in, 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 in in my life against Arsenal. Playing right back, I was facing I was facing the crowd. I did not even know what I was doing. <laughs> I've never played I've never played right back. body position as a left back, but playing right back and against overmouth, so that was a that a tough was a experience. <laughs> yeah. The, um, so I played nearly everywhere, ring back, uh, centre mid, left centre mid, um, and obviously left back, left centre half, and uh, with Goffy Dave Rea coming in. Um, so there was a funny story about Howard when, you know, Saturday, I think it was boxing day, he said, Just man Mark Giggs. I was like, Oh, right, so those tags so, you know, he, he shows faith in me that way, and then I've seen on the warm-up that Giggs had he his sackies on. I said, boss, I don't think Giggs is playing. And he went, let's go and play in the middle there, <laughs> alongside, you know, against Skulls, Keane, and <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Bolls. <absolutely. laughs> so, like, oh, yeah. so, you know, it was sort of good praise and a bit yeah. confidence boosted that, you know, he, he trusted me to do so, but, you know, sometimes there were battles that I just couldn't win. Yeah, um, say,
3: that's
0: a tough one, yeah. that, to <laughs> So, Walter, Walter knew I could, I could play certain ways, and mm. I think that... With Goffey, maybe his his he's pace um, obviously slowing slowing down. He probably needed the extra centre half at the back then and, play and started playing three. Mm. And it suited me. It, I really it, I really liked playing at the back of three. I wasn't at the tallest, but you know we had the experience and like Saturday, Goffey and we just positioned ourselves yeah. um, quite well to read the game and um, <clears throat> and just counteract if we had like a Nile Quinn up front that want to get in front of the other. And we, we we played well, you know. There was sometimes Dave Watson, sometimes Davey Way, so they back playing back three. To be honest, it's probably my my best year in a blue shirt. Um, yeah. where I had a, a, a run of uh, good good level performances.
3: Hmm. Well, I mean, of course, leading on from that a bit later on, you finally got the uh, your England call up, uh, got your first cap, and somewhat annoyingly, and I didn't actually realise this until I was having a look. The, the only one that you got.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, which
3: is mean, quite a shock to be honest. But I mean, before we go into the negatives of that, just how how much of a special moment was that for you when you got the when you found out you were in the team and eventually.
0: They well, that well, yeah, it was it was it was similar story to me, David. Um, yeah. you know, and reasons like Walter pulled me in the office a few times. He said, "Look, you don't want to be a one cat one, you, you know, mm. you can play for you know a long long time if you do the right things." And um, he said because you're a young kid you know, the crowd and the media let you off know, a little, slightly little mistake here and there, but as you sort of start creeping as a 19 and 20-year-old, you know, that'll stop and the, the expectations will come up, so you need to sort of keep on adding to your game and don't listen to you all, which he was right, and, mm. you know, m- waiting for me in your day, you know, was, you know, I, I, I was under 21, so then I'd been called up in the squad um, in 99, I got called up in the squad in 2000, uh, 98, I think it was, 99, and then 2000, actually made me, me David Lunders friends, but I've had three different England managers there was yeah. Peter Taylor you know, there was uh, Kevin Keegan mm. and there was a Howard Wilkinson one where I was training with them for a couple of games um, from the under 21s got involved with the first team and mm. you're just thinking I'm going to get me cap yeah. you know and we played Italy away um, and Ray Clemens was sort of the the goalkeeper coach at England but he was in charge of being, uh, getting the subs warmed up and getting them ready and we're playing in Italy's you know, National Stadium and the I'm stretching behind the goal here had the athletic track, so You're miles away from the, the bench and you see Ray Clemens like bounding over and shouting bowly and mm. I heard him but I just thought I'd just do an extra stretch and make him run a few more yards <laughs> yeah. just to make sure and yeah. I was and I was the closest one to him by the corner flag as if he'd be like down the goal and mm. As you got closer, my boy, I put my head up. going my like, concept. Oh, get yourself the, here. here's, here's your moment now.
1: Yeah.
0: So get yourself ready and do what do what you do. And I, said, I just put my head up of it. Yeah, you would get carrot. I was like, oh, you. <laughs> 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 I was like, ah. Oh. So I have to show Carrot. And he went on to again. That was the closest I got. We so have to wait another year. <laughs> we need the moment. And, um, and luckily enough, Sven wanted to see everyone. Really, we made a, a big squad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got my opportunity against um, against Spain when he played at Villa Park, and he used to travel around the country when Wembley was under construction. And uh, no, that was obviously f- fabulous, you know, making your making England David, getting your cap. And Teddy Sheridan I think, he jinxed me because he signed me shirt, and he said, you know, one of many. <laughs> yeah. Famous last words. <laughs> yeah, he killed me. Yeah, and it wasn't long after that that um, you know ended up leaving Everton. And, yeah. Uh, an injury problem, so that's you know, the reason why. They're, they're, it was still only one cap, and I'm disappointed not a few more in your career, but it just wasn't to be.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, leading on to that, uh, you know, it, it, I think it was. this I've got some of the, Some of the uh, 2001 that you did leave for Rangers. Um, I mean, how much was uh, of that move? Was you, or was it the club, or because there was a cloud that once again kind of financial problems. Um, I mean, what was was it your say or did you just kind of get told, listen, ball, you you're off me. So how, how did it work? It,
0: well, me and sort of that season, fully enough. Even though I think there was at the time there was fifteen supporters clubs, I think, mm. roughly that voted, and I got played the year out of fourteen. But that season, me and Walter didn't really see eye to eye. There was a lot of negative press about me in the in the, the local papers that were all false and mm. there was, I just found that like the club or someone in the club were leaking things that just to sort of make it unrest but I was having contract talks and the year before then um, you know, I, I put in my mind that I was in an opportunity in Ball so you know he brought in oh, I can't remember now four left backs he brought in Unzi he brought in Gary Neisman he brought in yeah. Pistone and I'm thinking hang on a minute I'm taking in the England team and he's Buying left backs. We don't need left backs. You know, we don't need. I mean,
3: just, just on that
0: that, 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 that. that was a sort of a stab. Yeah. You know what I mean? A big, yeah. But you know, I didn't know, and I just thought, right, I prove you need opportunity, mm. and I prove you wrong, and uh, I prove I'm the man. And I remember, we first goal on the Gladys Street. I think we played Southampton. I think it was, and I was on the bench, and I come on, and I, I come on, took the pen, and we won. Mm. And I, weirdly enough, I, I, I always kicked the ball that to the keeper's right. And for some reason I went the other way and it went in, but it was I've never got a I've never took a penalty gone that way, but it's my first goal in the graduate season. Yeah. And then we, we wanted to win the game. And um, but meanwhile for it, it just seemed to go turn a little bit sour and I don't know whether he was trying to force me out uh, or what, but my performances were, were, were decent. I was uh, I got relegated to the number twelve shirt, which once number twelve.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? But at the end of the day the one sure, was an end of <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I've been fighting, with and I've only to get the number three Everton shirt. You know, which I found out days, yeah. and I finally got it, and then he brought in other players to to take it off me. So, you know, at the end of the day, I was sort of getting blamed for quite a lot of stuff. But you just got to get your head down and prove him wrong, and which I did that final year. Um, he ended up playing me. I I got play of the year and stuff. So, you know, my attitude back on the play on the pitch was, uh, was you know, I, I remember receiving the the award and the the, the Everton Play of the Year awards and you know, we, I've never met Alex Young before, you know, as my dad's favourite player. Yeah. Um, you know, you see him around the club but you don't you know, you unless you go in the lounges, you have to play you you weren't really allowed into the lounges, so you never actually get the chance to I meet mean, and he, he presented you with the the award and I just looked on the audience and I hate hate all that speaking. You know, you <laughs> but you've still got to say your thank yous and you know, i a bit too short sure to of shy that <laughs> doing stuff like that and they've just got the I um, was basically said thanks very much. I looked at Ken Wright and who I can see in the audience and said I'll see you all next year because one of the one of the uh, one of the, uh, the guys I think the Blue Paper boys or someone said look we don't want to give you this award because everyone we be give this award to has left. I think they give it to Hutch, I think they give it to Barnby and maybe Don't do Before or something. And uh, I was like, well, I with adamant I'm going nowhere. Yeah. Um, we was the contacts were were, were, were talking. But it wasn't adamant, you know, it wasn't sort of important, but there was sort of talk ongoing, mm. um, but the club was saying it we've got other priorities, which was fair enough, and, mm. um, but it started coming in, um, phone calls started happening from Middlesbrough, from the other side, mm. we we're, were contacting a lot, uh, there was a lot of other clubs which went through, but uh, all I know is the club accepted three bids off oh, the right. other side, Middlesbrough and Rangers, and um Walter. Well,
3: actually accepted a bid, did they offer um,
0: Yeah, they you know, did, yeah. So. Yes, yeah, so, and um, you know, knowing well a few couple of years later I found out there was three or four bids they put in, um, which I didn't find out about, but it was that was obviously never gonna happen. Yeah.
3: Um well, you never. I was, obviously I know you'd believe through and through, of course. No, no, no
0: no I would uh, the only reason was because it was all the England situation. Yeah. You know, there was a lot of Liverpool influence over mm-hmm. Samuel Lee who Thule really, was always around the England or the 21 the England first team, and probably Tani. You know, you know, he he he, he, he probably speaking to the coaches who were coaching at England and stuff like that on the senior yeah. performances. Uh, but, but that was never, that was never ever going to happen. Mm. But you know, Walter turned around and said, "Look, if you don't leave this season, I'm going to let you rock in the reserves. You have got the World Cup. If you want to be in the World Cup. You you better better move on." And I just. And I just said to the uh, agents, which is Trevor Stephen at the time, I said, "Well, I'm going to outlast him. He won't last very long. So mm. I'm not going anywhere. Um, let's sort of let's just carry on." And you know, Walter ends up leaving. You know, I've got to come start a fresh with somebody else. Mm. But as pre-season, you know, the whole summer went. Um, Ken Wright was speaking to me, me with with Trevor and I was away in um Sonny Bennard's of all places <laughs> 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 uh, with the family and um, and and my mate and I, f- I flew back handy to Ken like said he wants the wants us all sorted up for the season. So I was absolutely made up and they took all my mates out for the meals mm. and said, Look, I'm gonna leave his here I'm after, you know, sign my contract and turned up a good or so on the Wednesday and the the assistant <laughs> said Bill Bill's not here. Um which then obviously makes me find out what's going on, and mm-hmm. I found out through the agent that built, has said the board have changed their mind. Um, so I, that was a massive big shock, and the pre-season starts, and the start of pre-season, all the new faces were there. Um, I think should come in as well. Um, you know, you're like, you like going at this point. Well, it was, I was, no, I still no. didn't think it was, it was ever going to happen, because I haven't spoken to anyone. I haven't, you know, I haven't spoken to any clubs at all and just as pre-season with me Um I had injections in my knee at the club which I think the club that was an influence in them mm. because they knew how, how much I was struggling they knew I wasn't training I had this um, cold injection in the knee which I don't think is medically correct of how they done it um, you know, they even went behind the doctor's back or the doctor they didn't trust and um, I think I'll see a second opinion of another doctor and um, and it sort of got handled pretty pretty wrong, the, uh, the injury. And I think Everton probably just thought, let's cash him in while he's been walking. That's, yeah. that's how I sort of feel now, thinking back at it. But um, but I wasn't going anywhere. I was staying on my own. Um, the pre season were kicking on. I was just running around Belfield and they were speaking to um, all the players. And I just said, oh, i to be back, fit, and be ready to go. Bolton. Um, <clears throat> You know, as I said, said I've just to, he's gonna let me rot the reserves, which is a which is a killer, thinking I'd put my body on the line last season. Of course. You know, um but and I, I was quite successful, I thought so i I did feel like I needed to be rewarding, but it wasn't it wasn't like it had to happen now, you We know, it could have happened in January or the following year. There was no rush to do it. Mm. Um but the club felt that they needed to you know, maybe sell the assets and um, Sever Stevens told me that David Murray at Rangers wants to have a little word with me. Um, just come up for the weekend. There was a lot of press speculation about me around here, and I just thought, well, I'll just go for Glasgow for the weekend, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. You know, sort of get, just got to get out and see what happens, and you know that was it. Um, but then as soon as I got up and met David Murray, who had at the time I didn't realise he, he he's got no legs and he's on crutches and he's showing me around Ibrox and he obviously trying to sell me the club and yeah. I'm just going. Why are you doing this? Because I'm not signing. Yeah. You know that, what you know, wasn't in my head to sign. And as the meeting kept on going on, I picked up the phone to my dad and I said, "Dad, I think I'm going to sign." I think we <laughs> we <an> nearly collapsed. <laughs> and I said, he goes, Why? "He goes, I don't know. I just feel wanted. You know, I haven't felt wanted at the at the club of love for for a good couple of years. You know, and Walter's getting bringing more players in. It doesn't look like he's going to. You know, he's not going to play me. I want to get into." I want to get to England team we get into the World Cup and, you know, start winning things. And um, He's like, well, what, what's Sever saying? And I said, I don't know. He said he wanted me. The manager a big advocate. You know, there was Arthur Newman. There was Ronald De Boers. Tony Andre Floney was brought in. They were pushing for the Champions League. There was yeah. Root. Ru- at the time, David Murray said, "Hopefully, in two or three years, we're going to be in the Premier League because we've been to of the UEFA Rangers and we are going to join the Premier League." Mm. Um, and I just said, "Well, well I'm not signing for Middlesbrough for the start because Steve McClaren asked me to go look at the training ground. I go, well, why do I want to see the training ground? You know what? You know, you know, I thought, you know. They spent a lot of money on it, but I'm thinking I'm not. You know, as long as you got, you only got two goals in a footy pitch, you're not really that bothered. <laughs> yeah. You know, that was sort of the attitude and." And the reason was, one, it's red, and, and yeah. two, I'll have, I'll have to play against, uh, against Everton. Uh, and that's, it was a massive sort of thing for me that, well, if I can sign for Rangers, you know, Middlesbrough Liverpool offered me a lot more money. Mm. You know, that was, was never going to be an option. Um, and then I was up there for a couple of days, and me medical at Rangers, have lacked it over two weeks because of how bad my knee situation was. Mm. Um, so I me... Mean, it never really it, it, it never it was very close to not really happening. Mm-hmm. Um I've mentally in my me head um come back and got me beat. and this stuff from Belfield was the was the hardest thing I think I've ever done. It was Definitely. trying to, I don't think I said start of anyone. No. You know, um so I'm sorry I missed a bit I was like speaking to players when on the rangers were interested, you know the whole I think the whole club, the whole <laughs> squad I played for Rangers, I think at some point. There was <laughs> Rad there was, there, was there was Big Dunk, there was John Collins at Celtic. Yeah. Um and they were just—I was just uh, There was, you know, they, they were asking, you know, I was asking them all questions, what it like, and you know, it was a very traditional club, and like, right, it's okay. I was like, yeah, but you know, it's Scotland, and uh, but you know, it was the Champions League thing, and what we wanted to do in the Champions League. So that was—I thought that's fair enough. That's a, that's a plus, but you know, that was going to be just sort of staying here. But then, mm-hmm. if we're not going to play football for the next eighteen months, you know, where are we going to end up? you know, if Walter is the, if the man in charge of this club, I'm going to, you know, my career is going to put on hold. And it was a horrible decision to me. Yeah. Um, and the club, you know, the clubs, yeah, the club's accept The manager said he's not going to play me. So I had no choice. Mm. I've got no other option. I'm, and then I've got another manager and another chairman. And he, he was showing me, obviously, doing the sales pitch on me. Yeah. But it worked, you know, to to be honest. And, you know, as I said, my medical lasted two weeks. And um, Rangers missed out on John Hartson failing the medical on the knee and I think David Murray just thought well I'm not losing another one um, he's had all the reports he, the, the club doctor who had, he had a full time club doctor at the time he didn't have to go to Rodney Street if he was sick or <laughs> anything <laughs> <laughs> like that he, you know, he, was, he was a Dutch doctor and he was he was baffled because I could do everything he was asking me but he's like looking at me my scans and my x-rays and my ultrasound saying he's going all well, that shouldn't happen mm-hmm. I'm thinking well, I'll be like this for them you know, 18 months, maybe, you know, that's, I mean, yeah he, he, I think he warned them and said, look, he, he could break down at any moment, but, you know, if you want him, you might just to say, he can't, so, yeah. you know, luckily enough, well, I was on the training pitch doing a, a few drills, and then um, uh, a car come on the pitch, and it was Sean Connery, and I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking off my head here, and he just said, the, the chairman wants you, so I was quite buzzing, because I was doing quite a bit of a hard session, yeah. and I thought, well I don't think I've got much in me <laughs> <laughs> So yeah uh, the Bomb Bomb come <laughs> and And uh, David Murray basically he just said in the office he goes look it's um we just I've agreed with um with Everton and I'm um, not hundred percent but I think Everton wanted seven million. The Reigns didn't want to pay more than six. Um and he agreed on six and a half and he said, But the only and it's gonna go in obviously a few instalments now. Mm. Um, and the other half is when Everton said Goodson, I'm going to get the steel and I was like it's made of wood <laughs> 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 and he started laughing he goes yeah there is steel Michael there somewhere not, not a lot Yeah, but, not a lot but, yeah. but not yeah. but not for me and that's where David Murray was that was his sort of foretage in the steel business. And mm, so I felt uh, like I was getting a sort of two sort and of a, a goldfish. Yeah, I was what, thinking, so what, so what is it? 6.5 on a steel out of Goodison? I was thinking, <laughs> I, even, I can only remember the hot dog standing <laughs> in the enclosure that was made of steel. I mean, what um, a
3: bizarre story. You put the steel yeah, in from Goodison as part of the deal. It, yeah, of, it, it was
0: just it was just a business type yeah, thing. But then it was a relief, you know, sadly it was, to, to leave the club. It was a release that I can write. I can get. New, I can start playing football now. And it was, you know, it was a long drawn out medical. It was, you know, said, it was two weeks. And and then um, the first, the first game was away, and I the next game was, I hope, the first home game was a Champions League game. Yeah. So it was sort of uh, what shocked me then. It was I wasn't playing. <laughs> I was like, I've just got to move all away. Yeah, and I'm on the bench, but then it didn't. I, you know, I was so sort of. Not naive, but blinded of, of Everton. I didn't really take much notice of any other team or any other players. I just, I just all I knew as a kid was Everton and oh, yeah. the odd world-class staff of another team. But you know, there wasn't much I sort of took notice of. It was I was just sort of um, always Everton. And yeah. you know, when I went to Rangers, I thought, well, they want me to sign me. I'm going to play. But you know, I didn't realise. You know, Arthur Newman was, you know a class touch international yeah. left tackle yeah. and he's and he's still on me and I'm on the bench and going I haven't come all the way to Scotland to sit on the bench. Mm. But again that's where you just gotta get on with it again and you've got to earn your trust, like I did at Evan as a young kid to earn the trust, to go, to start me, but it doesn't mean you oh know if we started yeah. you've got to earn your right and we had you know, we had very good players and that's right the training up there was um you know, you needed a pre match wheel. <laughs> it was uh, they, they were that good, and um, and uh, the training was just another level again, which was uh, which was great because you make you learn, you learn so much. Okay, the opposition up there went was obviously you know went as tough as the, you know the Premier League, mm. but it, it, the games were very tough because it was their cup final. You know yeah. if you're playing against the Dundee or the Hearts. If if you played for Hearts and you had a good game, Rangers or Celtic could probably buy you. Yeah. So, you had that every week. So, you know, if you've got to 0-0 at box after 20 minutes, the fans would turn on you. You know, so there was expectations and pressure. It wasn't just about winning. You had to win with a bit of style. And um, and But the players, you know, we had a good set of players, but we, we, we would bollock each other because we knew the level that we could be at. And if yeah. you know, someone wasn't there up to scratch, there was there was some riots. And sometimes I was thinking, oh, we're winning 2-0, town down, lad. Yeah. You know, but it was just their level you know yeah. they, they wanted more, they wanted four they wanted five, and, you know they just wanted the level because you know, if the level's drops, it makes it harder for your teammates and you know we just have to um sort of be at our best at all times and that the cat was you know he was a bit of a dictator in training. that way he took everything and everything had to be you know pristine everything had have to be perfect for him to be happy and Know, which was good, because it makes us, you know, makes us concentrate. Because my little line, I was thinking, oh, we just won two games, so it'll be all right.
1: Yeah.
0: Every game you have to win. If you draw, you lost a league. Yeah. You know, there was one there was one season we lost one game and lost a the league. The, the pressure yeah,
3: so it is
0: on, on getting it, you know, it, it was, as I know, the level is not, obviously, it is, <laughs> now it, it, it has dropped, but, you know, it was it was just the pressure to, to perform week in, week out, and uh, the fans, Yeah, it was a massive club and it was good. In the Champions League game, I think I scored. uh, Yeah, I scored my free kick. Um, I think we first had over the Champions League (laughs) goal. You think it'd be another another good moment, but again, like Everton, I was sort of (laughs) sitting there thinking, what's going on? We just won 3-1 and we're getting bollocked. You know, we're getting absolutely hammered by Abdelka at the end of the game. And it's because it was a two-legged game. And if we go to Russia and get beat 2-0 out. Yeah. yeah
3: so you know, and I was
0: thinking, he, he, yeah, you understand it, but I was thinking, we're oh, not going to get beat 2-0. But it's, it's Champions League, it's very easily done, and yeah. we never, we went on and, we went on and, you know, went through anyway, but it was that level of, you know, we're winning 2-0, don't let it drop, we're winning 3-0, don't let it drop, and we let it slip, they got a, a, a like goal, 3-1, and, you know, all our good work, got sort of advocate, on a bit of a rage, and, yeah. you know, and that was a, uh, he just wanted the best out of everyone, and he, he, his style was a lot different than it was what it was used to. But there was a lot of Dutch players there, there was a lot of um, senior pros there in the game who sort of went along with it. So you can't sort of get out the line and um, just do what they do. Yeah. <laughs> just get on with it, and as long as you train them well and um, you play well. That's what that's all that matters. But unfortunately for me, after about 12, 13 games in. Um, I finished the game, went home, got in the car, and I was meeting one of the lads. I think it Claudia Claudio Arena, um, the American captain, and his wife go were going somewhere, and I just couldn't get up the car. You know, he just sort of went into a big blue, um, and found a doctor, and went back to the training ground, and, and that's where these sort of community problems sort of really started for Rangers, and there was a well,
3: that was that, do- that, that, that was that
0: the doctor knew about him.
3: Was that eighteen months for the layoff?
0: Yeah, one? it, it yeah. was. It was. You know, it was. It was a it was a knock back because I was back after four, mm. and they were contemplating whether to play me mm. in the last couple of games of the season. But the doctor said, "Look, there's no point. You know, let's just you know." I was I, my fitness level, and everything uh, went. Well, that was a, a, a good thing with the Rangers did they? They didn't mess about. You know, mm. maybe you know I don't really want to slag the club, but mm. you know, I, I wasn't getting X-rays, I wasn't getting scans, I was just getting told to do certain things and. I wasn't getting assessed properly. Um, Rangers just you know, got the best surgeon in the world, Dr. Steadman flew me over to Colorado down there with the doctor and said, get it sorted and come back.
1: Yeah.
0: Um and at that time it was it was something daft, like twenty five, thirty thousand dollars they paid. I think and and you know, everyone wouldn't pay hundred pounds for the next right? oh. You know, so it it was sort of I was in the right hands. You know, Rangers yeah. obviously spent a lot of money on me a lot of money on me, so he wanted to get me get me right and we have with Steadman was was spot on. Yeah. And he did warn me that he, he warned me very early on. Yeah. Um because when he looked at me scan he, he again he was thinking well you know you might not have to go through this. And then I explained my circumstances. Um he put a die in the scan and then realised how bad of a state we need was in. and um, he he opened me up and he said, Michael you were one game away from never playing. So your knee's perfect he said, you've got one thin thread of your patella left. He said, if that went, it would have been a long, long, long way back and you possibly wouldn't have played football again. Um, how did he let it get in this state? And I was like, explaining that. was all down to, uh, in his mind, was the injections I had earlier at Everton where they put uh, the steroids injection in, into the tendon. And the medical factors, you've got to put them around Hmm. the tendon to protect the tendon not the inside they put the needle in they've ripped, ripped clean tendons um because of the steroid i couldn't feel it on why i could pass me medical and play so many games and it was just a wear and tear that finally blew up and yeah. he said look you're very lucky he said but listen to me do this don't go too slow don't go too fast and listen to what i say and any problems phone me and we rehab i flew by you know i really went through it all it was a kicking the teeth, but i was just had my head down. I kept me Advocat wasn't the the nicest manager to be be around with when you were injured. Um which some managers are. You know, some managers don't want to speak to you because you're you're no know, good through them. Mm. which yeah. is fair enough. i said, like, well, at the end of the day, I can't do nothing for them. So I've just got to concentrate on getting myself back into the team getting myself back fit. So four months, four, four and a half months I was rolling, I was kicking a ball. Mm. Um and I was talking. of me probably playing a lot game or so in the uh the season. Um which they just said, let's not just let's wait for um, pre season, get a good pre season, get Michael come back fit and strong, ready to go. And in that pre season, um, they were in America, were in, in Canada, sorry, Toronto. And my knee, I just could, I couldn't sort of train for two weeks on the bounce without my knee sort of swelling, then pain just swelling. So there was something not right. So I spoke to Steadman and I just told him the issues. I said, I've been doing this now for about six weeks, training good for two weeks, and then I had a rest a couple of days and then again two weeks and, and he went you know, I said right I know exactly what it is um, oh, so he knew and, uh, he knew he knew by the phone he said I want to assess Jeff he goes that operation Michael 30-40% you need to come in for the second operation
1: hmm. and it's
0: not as bad as what you think but it's not it's not bad it's, it's bad news but it's not as bad as you think
1: yeah,
0: yeah. so sort I of flew back over um, and the reason is my tendon is just grew a little bit too much so you have like a bit of a, it's called it the sheaf. So it's like basically a skin that covers up a tendon. was mm. um, just a bit too tight. So this, the second operation was basically to lift it up uh, and just put it back a little bit looser. Mm. And he said, that's it. He said, I've checked your tendon, everything's perfect. There's nothing wrong with it. It's, it. it's fine. He said, but you've got to go through the whole rehab again. And that was that was the killer because you sort of had all summer thinking, you know, I've got to repay you know, the fans back and the club, show sure the club what I'm about to do. And, uh, there was a new manager just come, um I wanted to prove a point to him, yeah. Um. because you know, obviously the, the old manager's left, and he's the one who signed me, so I had to sort of start at, at the bottom, and I got my head all around that, and then I was out, and then that 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 rehab was sort of, that was a nightmare for me, really. Yeah, the so that was that it was a tough one for me. There was the club were changing. There was a lot of big players leaving. Um the money seemed to be sort of they, they, they failed to get into the Premier League as they wanted to do. They failed to sort of get going on one in the, and the Champions League. So the whole club itself, and I think they were in serious debt. So it started to change and yeah. that was a that was a tough, tough year for me. Um and you know, we brought in the Calarteta. Yeah. Um, and then Mikel, Mikel was the McElton's it and he obviously you know for the yeah, they yeah. it's a good good great challenge and you know, and I missed out on a you know, a, a double and a treble. Yeah,
3: well you know, in the,
0: in them in them yeah. days. You know, that was you know, that was hard to swallow. it was hard to swallow, but you can't do nothing about it. I was made up with my teammates and yeah. You know, if you look if you look back at videos, you I was never I, nowhere near the, the photos or, I, wasn't, I wasn't doing a John Cerry anyway. there's a very other picture of me we saw when he was a little kid yeah. just in the dugout watching the lads go out and enjoy it, but you know, the the press were telling me and the um the, the range of press off to get on the pitch and wave for the fans and it doesn't want I, I didn't wanna take any no, credit for anything. I haven't done yeah. nothing. Yeah. He said, I wanted to deserve the right to do that and I thought, Well, I'm staying here you know, I'm not just in the crowd. I just don't want to hmm. get acknowledged for sitting on a on a in in their mind. Do you think i would be lying on a, a medical bed for, hmm. for eighteen months? So I I I want to earn the right to, to get applauded cool. and win and win something. And with, you did. We might have. I
3: did.
0: Chance. Yeah, every final year. you
3: yep. Um, you got the Scottish League Cup and the Premier League. Um. Yeah. So I mean, were they? Am I right in saying at senior any level at least were they your first pieces of silverware? That it was, yeah. Yeah, so I, yeah. oh,
0: I mean that must yeah. have been a pretty special moment for you. Yeah. yeah, it was, you know, you always you know, watch it. As a kid, you don't dream about winning trophies and medals anyone else. It's just it's, it's your boy or club, which is everything and mm. you know, that sort of got took away from me really and he's like, Well that one of the reasons why you gotta move is to, to win things. You don't yeah. get remembered that much. You've got you got to go out and earn the right at the end of the day. Winning stuff as kids is is great, but um you wanna do it a, at a professional level and you know we had, even though it was the, the league club it was, a, it was the first one so it, it doesn't mean stuff to uh, you yeah. and that was a, it was a very strange season that because it, you know under the contract situation that I was talking about where the Rangers found out there was, wasn't enough steel I couldn't uh, um, you know they had a contract there which he, he couldn't afford to pay me <laughs> um, you know or, or you know was, yeah so it was a it was a it was a difficult time and, but again David Murray he was, he was a Nice chap, a really good, you know. You'd listen to him. And he was always in and around the club, he was in training ground, and you know, at every game. You know, Sean O'Connor, you bring to the games and stuff like that. And mm. he, he just pulled me. He goes, "Look, we're struggling. You know, we lost the league the, the year before. Celtic um, like has run away with it. <clears throat> we, we need to play, Michael. And you know, what the club? Sorry, just can't afford to,
1: um,
0: to play. Um, mm. But we can try and get up to some agreement, and you know." But if not you're gonna be sitting here again in another two years left on your contract and then who's gonna take a player who's never played football for four years yeah. in Scotland? So you've got to think of your future career and it was it was sort of wise words, but again he's doing the sales pitch and he, he said, Look, if you pay four thousand, um, every time you play and I'll pay four thousand, you know, we'll speak to Everton and then um when, when if you go over that line, I think it was a forty or sixty game, um you will know, we'll get to agree with that okay and I went yeah that's fine and went back downstairs that was that eye block before one of the games which I wasn't expecting to be playing and, mm. and then McLeish was like you can see that you know he, he wanted me attention he goes what did he say what did he say and I just explained to him you yeah, know, free to play if you want to play me he went oh great get can kick on me on the bench <laughs> so I was like sounds you know like <laughs> because I've been going balls. yeah I've been going the game supporting the boys and just sort of having a pie in the yeah, place, yeah, yeah. because you know I've had nothing to do. I could I've been training like if I trained like Pelle or Messi or whatever, it wouldn't have made an absolute difference for getting into mm-hmm. the third. And the was was good that way. You, you know, he, I think he was I think he liked me professionally as well. I d I didn't disrupt the training. You know, I still trained like I was going to be playing at the weekend, but even though I wasn't so in a way I probably trained harder because I know I didn't have to save myself
1: yeah.
0: for the weekend. Um, so I think you know he's very appreciative how I went about things um you know, during that period and um, uh, but the problem was he put me on a minute ago oh. and I pulled him, I pulled him and I went, like, That's just cost me four <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, laughing and joking. I was bad, he went, Right, what? You. He didn't know what to do, he didn't oh, know what deal. Yeah. He, you know, he wasn't the front of the meeting. I was like, oh surely <laughs> like, So we had a laugh and a joke over it and then yeah. um, and from then on we the, our season turned around. I've um, got to got gone to the League Cup semi final and Celtically we beat them, which is obviously back then if you beat them you you got a good chance of winning it. Yeah. Um so that was a that was a that was a great game, a whole fair game at Hamden, and then we went on to, to win it. Um, and then we were, we were playing catch up against Celtic that season. Mm. And you know, the final game, which is is a famous one up there now, it's called Helicopter Sunday, is you know, Celtic failed to, to get a point. They needed a point and we needed to win and they got beat at home and we won away. Know the, the the helicopter changed the the ribbons on the, on the trophy and they come back towards us and it was one of the strangest games I've ever I've ever played in and yeah. uh, but it just it, it just felt that a bit of calm has come back my way with the injuries and yeah. I, um, then I got back playing that I couldn't play because of uh, politics issues and and then I you know I'm paying to sort of play for the club to get my career back on track and it was sort of like oh there's there's me So it was. It was all worth it in the end
3: to yeah. the look the trophy and yeah. win the and win the league is something special. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So then, I mean, of course, you went abroad then uh, to PSV. Um, once again, it was it was all, almost plagued a little bit of the game by the injuries, wasn't it? Um, but you, you did not inc- <laughs> come to a certain Ronald Koeman. Um, yeah. And now I'm not. I, I don't feel like I'm throwing you under the bus here. But once again, when I was having a look on. Um, uh, just doing a bit of research before I happened to come across some of your tweets that were at the back end of the Martinez era where we knew he was yeah. going and it was who's yeah. next and I did see a few people quote and to you and uh, I could I, it, you could sense you were biting your tongue a little bit did did you foresee what was going to happen <laughs> I, yeah. And, yeah 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 Um,
0: yeah he, he, I was hoping I was proven wrong yeah. Um. You know, but you know, that that move to PSV was, you know, again a massive club. And the players that oh. play for them, you know, there was, you know, Mario Ronaldo. You know, they're around down the club, you're like Jesus. You mm. know, it's world world class stars and their level. They want to cheer in the Champions League. This, it's all about the Champions League for them. And oh. you know, they've just they they got beat by a last goal. You know, they, they drew, but the away goal in the the year before against AC Milan, the semi final. Mm. So they would have been playing Liverpool. At Istanbul, oh. but AC Milan scored the last minute away goal um, yeah, to put them through. So around? AC Milan played, ended up playing Liverpool. So for them oh. to contact me to play, you know, to, to take me to the next level, that was a, I know, a massive confidence boost. You know, they, they were selling obviously the, the left back with the Tottenham, um, uh young Paul Lee, I think his name was, or something like mm-hmm. that, young Lee. Um, they sold him on to Tottenham after that and Bam Bam and left um, and they he brought himself in and, and we had a we had a top side you know yeah. Cocky and it ended up being a few more in the Clyde and stuff like that but you we know, had Fafan we coney Coney, yeah Kone, you know, I was trying to say we had and Aruna was you know when he first came, he, he was he was he was raw which he, I think he still raw when he finished his career <laughs> but he was he, he had some pace on him and he had some yeah. strength and he, he had some ambition. I, I, you know, I, you know, you do your talk and you sign for the club, and you go, you know, it's great to be here, and you know, can't wait to get, you know, start playing and, you know, start winning things. And as soon it was basically something the opposite, he goes, it's great to be here like a stepping stone, and then <laughs> the doing it to sign for Man United and Real Madrid or Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he hasn't even played a game. Yet. <laughs> so, how, uh,
3: how, how did he? How did he do there? I mean. I, I can't it,
0: remember it, 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 Yeah, he he was up front with Fafan and, and Hesselink. Um nice. he was he was he needed a lot of chances. But yeah, you know, we wow. but in Holland he played three up front. So he and he, he'd have a lot of one v ones. Um so some of them he put away, some of them he wouldn't. But we, we had that that's not a big time. We created a lot for him. Mm. So he would get a decent ratio of goals, I suppose, but we we missed an awful lot. Yeah. Um but you know we 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 had a good side and you know we we ran away with the league. Yeah. Um Got we you know, we shouldn't have really... You know, we 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 won the league that early that our season finished in April, with the 16th. Um. So I think just let us all go home. So yeah. I came home for a for a week, to ten days, and then we had to report back in the middle of May for the cup final. Um. So we went to. What state uh, was everybody
3: in at that point? Had everyone been themselves at home or?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it, it was, they're very professional. They're sort of, you know, they're very laid back and it's just it's a job to them. You know, there, there's no big flash haddies, There's a cock captain Barcelona for five years. Mm. You, you live around the corners of the normal house You know, where I was renting. And, and everyone was just normal and football was just a job. To go there and do your business and come home. There wasn't, you know, I used to turn up there a bit, a bit too early in the morning. i got turn up probably half seven, eight o'clock in the morning and mm. warm myself up and they'd be going, what are you doing? So we don't start till nine. Was like, you know, it was just like that touch Duran to mentality. Yeah. But everyone, I'm sure everyone hit in the car park like five to nine and then they all come in, you know. And <laughs> like, you know, then back here, you get sort of seen as being more of a professional you know, a little bit earlier. And, mm. But then, you know, I get there, there's no keys to get in, you know. <laughs> so you just <not> seeing your I could have stayed in bed for half an hour here. Um, but it was a you know, great family club, you know, and the history behind them and what they do. And, and Mr. Phillips, you know, I didn't. That, again, I didn't realise, you know, Phillips, he, the the brand I didn't realize that was their their actual sports club. They had a basketball team, a hockey team, and a, like and, it, a, and, a, and a and a football club. And PSV is their football club. And everyone in Eindhoven basically works for Phillips. And oh, it was a great community, and yeah. a lot of lot of internationals and American, Chinese, and stuff who live in the because obviously the the tech giants that they are. And, mm. um, and and then obviously match day, the whole cities are sort of a a stand still and they all they all do the game. Yeah. So it was a uh, but again, the, the fans were nuts, crazy. You know they were. If you, you kick the ball overhead, out. You know they were they, they all. <laughs> oh, uh, gro- groaning. Yeah. yeah. It was it was it was total Dutch football. But yeah. luckily I adapted quite quick because obviously the experience with Rangers and yeah. being along with a lot of Dutch players and, and Arthur knew him. They were good friends yeah. <laughs> and they ended up being good mates at Rangers. He was the next player at PSV and. Uh, spoke to him before, and the He he said you'd you love it. Jan Boulter's, um, famously for doing gas coins in the eye, mm-hmm. you know that. Playing of the opera, the elbow. <clears throat> uh, he was my coach at Rangers, and oh. um, and then he was my coach at PSV. So, um, well, no, that was when he brought them to and came. So we won the league, um, and then, then we got beaten the cup final against Diac. Last minute extra time, Snyder, Snyder got sent off to the, the Snider got sent off to the them. We got players sent off. We won the one one and. Last to get home to law, and yeah. um, I explained that it, it was a sickening idea because I finished fifth that season, and you know we, as I said, we, we ran away with the league, so we we threw that away. It was disappointing yeah. um, to lose that, and that was at Rotterdam, where you know where we won the. Yeah, you know, the cup final yeah. in Vienna. So I sort of made up being on the same stage and made all that happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, concentrating on my own cup final. So, um, no, we never won, but it, it was it was it was no a great experience. And um, I, you know, I had, I had two years. So my, my second year, I needed a place to get my third year. Mm. Um, but as you said about injuries, I, I had a, I went into it with a tackle with my dodgy knee. Yeah, and I didn't need an operation, I just needed to rest. Um, so they had a father called Marth who the, the, basically ran the whole PSV from massages to kit man to, to anything and he said your knees wobbling so put it in a cast and go and have six, eight weeks off at home and come back when you're ready. Mm. Um, so you know that was disappointing because they don't really count the league game. They don't they have the league cup game over there that they don't count as appearances. Yeah. Um, you yeah, have the cup game that the so the other FA Cup side, Yeah um that they do counted. I didn't really play that many games, so I was I got back into the team and got to the cup final, you know. Um, mm. just about just about made enough appearances to, to get myself a league a, a league medal as well, a league shield as they called it. Yeah, for sure. um, so yeah, again, you're winning back to back leagues. Um it was obviously a good achievement for me, disappointed not to get the the cup, but then uh yeah, came in and but like PHP, um, they're known for it, of, you know, they, they have a good year and they, they sell one or two of the main players and then they bring in a few more from overseas, from Brazil, Argentina etc. and try and sort of develop them and then sell them as a profit, you know, like Robin and mm-hmm. Van Nistelrooy, Romario and others that I mentioned it's like before, a business, so. It, it is and isn't it, for them? It is, you know, and the, 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 the fans. Um, you know, sometimes we, we probably see it as a bit bitter or why is he leaving yeah. they sort of embrace it and go we've made him you know, they're proud that they've made that yeah. player the player he was and they know they can't hit the height. They, they, they want to they want to be winning the Champions League you know, they got, as I said the semi-final they want to be winning Champions League trophies but they know they can't match the big boys in Europe by money so they've got to do it elsewhere by you know, bringing young talent in and yeah. developing those players and and Holland, his rule half the time was very big for for German, Spanish, and and, and, and English scouts to, to to get them. And Chelsea were taking a few, and then obviously Barcelona taking a few with Bam Bam all that stuff. So you know, PSG were used to it. Uh, Tuchel came and brought a lot of players in. He brought the Mexican left back, um hopefully they Um But I was still playing all the um, pre-season games. I thought I was still going to be involved. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: mean we had the sort of, you know, I, I can't remember, I can't pronounce the name. It was basically the charity shield yeah. before the season starts, and I was, I wasn't involved in that, in that squad, which was a bit, a bit of a big surprise for me. Yeah, um, there was
3: no, there was no idea, you just you
0: no. About, I just wasn't involved in that yeah. squad thing, and then I just thought, well, there we go. He obviously wants to play his new signing, which is fair enough. Mm. So it looks like I've got a fight on the i and still waiting for an opportunity to go. So I was willing to wait. And, I'm confident enough that if he gives me the chance, i you know, the lab will get back in. Um, and that was sort of my attitude. And um, he asked me to play uh, in the reserves, which I did quite a lot for PSV because of the, the knee injury from the year before. Yeah. So I had no problem to doing that. Um, and then I walked into his office. Uh, like And now he said, we'll go over to the, the, the academy side and to the game kicking off at one o'clock. I said, I'm not playing on that. Mm-hmm. He goes, you know? I said, I'm oh, not. I said, it's, it's, it's not. My knees are that bad. Like, I've been told, I can't, you know, since the Everton days, don't play an artificial pitch. When I was playing in Scotland, the Rangers don't play on an artificial pitch. I wouldn't play on them. I, you know, I got, got told not to play on it. You, the last thing you need to do, Michael, is, is uh, to put any more pressure on, you, on your knee. Oh, so i just explained the, like, my my situation to him. And he didn't, he, he just felt like I was going against him. Mm-hmm. And I said, look, speak to Jan. Because Jan Belt isn't his... You know, he's knew me for four years. Yeah. He'll explain. You know, I've got a history of this. Um and he said, Will you go and speak to Jan then? So kick I kicked out of his office. I went to Yan, I said, Explain to the that idiot, will you? you know you know, just he goes, Michael, you, you you won't. He's I said, go and speak to him and let me know. And he says once you're playing, I'll go home. I said, Well, I'm not playing. Because yeah, I'm not putting my career, yeah. I'm not putting my career on on risk yeah. because you know I haven't warmed up properly for, for that week because it was like a Monday, yeah. you know, had the weekend off going from nothing to a full game it was would have been difficult for me, but unique. <clears throat> and so from that day on really me and Ronald didn't really see eye to eye and there was a talk to me going to Blackburn, um, and that I never really materialised. Mm. Um, I think he thought I was going with to backbench, but I've never spoken to him. I don't know. I think it, was, it might have been just touch, you know, paper talk yeah. and stuff. But was, I had no sort of conversation. But I think he thought I was off. And then when the window closed, that was it. He basically done. He done any eyer on me. Yeah. <laughs> he basically just said. So you've you know, seen that, all that before? When that? When that?
3: Yeah. Was in the... So
0: I, I, I was, you know, expecting it. I thought yeah, enough. Well, all I've got to do now is keep myself fit and ready and. And hope Blackburn do want me in January, yeah. you know, and so I just have to keep myself fit or playing a lot of reserve games. Sometimes i play, play with the first team, if they were sure, but not many. Yeah. I'd to another changing room, and um, you know, sit next to Clive and then sit next to some kid who can't speak a word of English. Yeah. Maybe from Brazil or something, you know, like, you know, it, it was it was difficult, but, you know, the, the older lads... I was I was seeing them out sort of outside of training, you know, the the and that um on the oil. so okay, that's just the way it is, Mike. So I just thought i swallow it. It's gonna be a long six months. Yeah. Um but just get on with it and um and hope to keep yourself fit and the opportunity, which never come, but luckily enough, um you know, the lads were doing pretty well, uh the training. You know, we were I think we're thirteen or fourteen points clear. Um before christmas yeah um but then yeah. after the january um at all had all turned and speaking to the players that they they all lost him you know yeah. they, 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 it was they, they, obviously not going out there to sort of lose the league, but things started creeping in, and the players were getting very unsettled
1: mm.
0: his uh his mannerisms he's got his, his, his upset, and he wanted to put his his uh, authority on the on the say the senior play that we had there you know,
1: yeah,
0: um, and I think from the last game of the season, we were third, and we won the goal by a goal because we won five one. So, the, you know, he got he won the league, but he sacked them straight away. Yeah, you know, PSV knew that's not gonna that's not the level I mean, we don't do. It's yeah. you know we, we don't do that. And at the time, he become the first thing person to play for all three big teams: final Ajax, and PSV, and manage all three. Um, oh, yeah, and I'll probably you? get sacked by all <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> So yeah, it was, when, when he came to the club, you know, I've never spoken to Ken Wright in my life, um, but now with my new job, I'm sort of consulting an agency. And yeah. um, I'm a, a have yeah, got a few good players there, i have got a few got 11 at mm. as well. Hopefully they're going to do well in the future. And i got an opportunity to speak to Bill, um, and I just explained my thoughts on on Ronald, and he, he basically said, "No, Masheer, he wants him. It's his number one target, and I go fair enough. But right. you know, you're being warned. The players won't take him rightly or wrongly. You know, the, um, it's a it, it seems to happen. it's a thing that happened It's followed them at quite a lot of clubs. Yeah. Um, you know, at, even at Valencia, he spent a lot of money. And, you know, left them in a little bit of dire straits, and they still haven't built their stadium because he spent the cash on you know on players that weren't good enough. And he said there was warning signs there, but I think Mesi you know, reading between the lines, probably heard his name getting south of the belt to take yeah. over at, at Wenger and, and probably thought he was the right man. So I was really hoping that criminal would prove me wrong and he did have a good season under Southampton the year before, mm. you know. Yeah. Again, he lost a lot of players that summer. Um, but as I said before, the Dutch managers are used to losing six or seven players every year
1: yeah.
0: and getting a team together. The problem with the Dutch style, I feel, is if things start going wrong, they don't seem to know how to handle it or turn it around.
3: Yeah, I think you're
0: um, if, you, yeah. If, if you have a settled tide, you know, if, if, if when a new manager comes in, everyone's up, everyone's trying to prove the point, and mm. everyone's trying to, you know, impress the manager. And then when it sort of gets settled a little bit and things don't go as way as planned, there's no sort of, I can't see any charisma. They sort of start yeah. pointing the blames and they that. that arm around the shoulder. No, I mean, there's a few, yeah, I think, I think Van Gaal was similar United, you mm-hmm. know, because it's not my fault you can't play that level. That was their attitude, yeah. you know, which is, in a way, because they used to play, sort the manager, you know, top players, or they've been a top player, they expect their players to be able to do a certain certain level. If like, they can't do it, you, you can't do the arm around the shoulder to get the best out of them. And being a manager, I think that's, You've got to you've got to have that in your locker. You've got to have somebody in your, in your staff to have that. If you want to be the good cut back cut, whichever the managers to get the best out of your playing squad, and I think he sort of failed to be you know, to do that.
3: Yeah. If um, if you were in the in the Everton dressing room now, just um, falling out from Cooman and especially since you've played under Cooman or been with Cooman. um. Who would you be looking out of these targets that we're getting linked with at the moment to come in? Would you have a preference Is there anybody you you want us to bring in, or?
0: It, I, I think it's a massive. I've got I've got to do in the echo column.
1: And yeah,
3: yeah.
0: I find it difficult with this question because I think the board. I said because of the because of the, the lack. Oh, not the lack. I'm say lack. Well, yeah, the the recruitment side of thing was such a failure. Mm. Um. They took a gamble and bring a in, which we a lot of hope was the right person. Because I do think Ronald, for his, for his bad points, We I think we've gone from one manager who was sort of too nice yes. to Ronald. For two, so the players were sort of fighting, I think, two of them thrown from one to the other. Um, and, you know, I think in the end, I think Ronald's um, handle of lost. Of wasn't good, um, but at the time I thought it might have helped Ross, um, you know, because I think probably sort of pest him with all the all the good bits about him that may, might might him make him a little bit too big and he comes out a bit too confident and I think he's maybe a too big for his boots and some performances that he just need to track back. Where you know, our Dutch manager will expect Calhoun to track back, who's 36, yeah. so you know got, if Ross is not doing it, he's, he's got you know, what he's done in his career. That's how they will think. What have yeah. you done? you've only yeah. already, already played 50 games for the club, you haven't won anything. Mm. You know, so I thought that might have been a reaction for Ross to go, oh, you're okay. As, I remember mean, early on in our conversation, Walter said when you're a young kid, you do get a lot, a, away with a lot of little mistakes here and there that yeah. don't really get noticed. But as you start creeping into the England team and, and start getting a little bit older, you need to iron these problems out. And I think Ross has struggled to do that. Right. Um, and I think Ronald's handling in the end it was wrong, but at the time at the time I was I was I was a bit of fan of it, thinking, I think Ross now needs to mail down and start coming up with the goods. Yeah. Um, which he didn't. Um but then Ronald brought players that I don't feel we needed. And I just see Valencia coming all over again. You know, mm-hmm. Bring bring employees that I don't think we needed was other priorities.
3: Yeah.
0: That yeah. we needed needed. Leighton there's been a, massive, a great servant Ford. has been a fantastic left back, but we were in Europe. So how are you going to expect Leighton to perform eight, nine out of ten yeah. Thursday and Sundays? He's on the wrong side. Um, he you know, you know, yeah. if we want to protect Leighton for that. You know, for the, the important Premier League games. And mm. um, when you start playing game after game, you, 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 your form sort of dips a little bit, and South, You start getting into this sort of level where it's not, you're not doing anything bad, but you're not really putting an in, putting it into any of the games. And um, I just felt that we needed a cover for Leighton to give him a break. You know, we obviously needed to replace Rom, but it wasn't just Rom. We let three strikers go. We let Valencia go. We let Kouré go. We did count okay. the <laughs> strikers. Uh, <laughs> Fikaku. Uh, so you've got to, you know, that's got to be a priority. And yeah. um, I, mean, I think when we had a, an open checkbook... So he was never going to say no to anything that got put in front of him, mm. really. Um, and I think he just had too many pi- uh, pieces in the dick saw to to figure it out. He probably thought Wayne could do the job for him.
2: Up yeah. front
0: as Number nine, and you know, you know that you know Wayne's that's not, not, his, not his best position. And no you um, know it's really it's really disappointing because now this season we just seem to be playing catch up, and you know now we're in a now they're kind to right from wrong, mm. and it's a massive decision because you can think, do we bring in someone short-term? Are we in that much of a dire street? Have we got that, that squad so poor that we need to bring in someone short-term who's known, who knows how to sort of out of a mess?
3: Like the Allardyce type character. Like
0: the Allardyce type, where, you know, people like that. Mm. But then do we trust him in January no. to bring in a striker? Yeah.
1: Because
0: whoever comes in still need to get a striker in January. So who are we going to attract in January? And then if we, you, you know, whoever else short term comes in and does a half decent job, that's another payoff. And then we've got to bring in the right man who we hope for in the summer. And then he might not like the signings that we made in January. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a perfect man, perfect man for me is someone who I don't know if there anyone out there like, but you know we've got Premier League experience because you know even Guardiola struggled with the Premier League. Yeah. he, he got he's got a fantastic squad, but you know, wanted to play a certain way, but he still struggled to adapt and now he's running away with it, now he's sussed it. Mm. But you know, last season he struggled with his team um and how the Premier League sort of goes about games and what he was used to in Germany and Spain. So I don't really want another manager coming in that doesn't know the Premier League. Yeah. Um but then I want a top manager who's gonna be able to attract someone in January and for the summer. Mm. Um but these managers who've got that caliber, have they ever thought of sort of relegation before? Probably not, they've, got, they've always had probably the the highest caliber of players to, to play a certain style to to win things. Yeah. And, and I want that winning mentality. So it's a very difficult one for the board to 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 come up with. Um, you know, at the moment we're talking about Marco Silva, and I feel.
3: What's your opinion on Silva?
0: It's. Uh, yeah, you know, obviously I'm going to support him if he comes yeah. through. You know what I mean? I, I just feel like there could be someone there. I think the amount of money we, we seem to be spending on on managers seems to be outrageous when we haven't got a striker. You know, I think the cost of Kerman was 35, pushing 35 million pounds. Jesus. You know, you, we had have, we have to pay Southampton you know five million. He was on six six and a half million a year wages, and we had to pay Martinez 10 million pounds. Are you thinking? For thirty-five million pounds, sure. Could we? Could we just give someone fifteen million a year, yeah. two-year contract? Someone good. is there anyone out there, yeah. <laughs> please? You know what I mean? You know. I, I know the followed well, a lot of ones, but I, I don't fancy Pellegrini. I think you know. I think he struggled with City.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, You know. I think he. And I don't think he's Everton. You know. I don't think he's. I think the fans want to. You know. That's I think Ronald lost the fans quite early on. Yeah. when Ronald first come a the fan the pre season games a couple of went to they were singing his name and then as the season got on there was not even one chance
1: no. towards
0: Ronald. Um, so we lost the fans very early on. So I think that's gonna be very important that the the manager sort of gets gets to know us. You know, I don't like what Ronald done by living in Manchester and his reasons that you want to be away from it. But when the when the going gets tough you don't know what's going on in the city. And if you're no. off running away in Manchester having You don't know what's going on in the heart of the club. Oh,
3: yeah, it's just
0: avoiding it. The manager does. Yeah, the. You know, it's very easy to sort of go, well, that's work. As I said, that's the Dutch mentality. You you go in for work and worry about it then, and off field you don't. But I think Premier League, it doesn't happen that way. It's 24 7. And I I, I just want the new manager to come in and, you know, I like what Martinez has done. yeah, uh, by getting uh, you know asking how would you come in?
1: Yeah, you
0: know getting getting the feel of what the club want have, asking the right questions. You know, asking the people, putting the the um, the winning sides up. You know, in you know in big pitches and yeah. in Finch farms. with a man the players of coming through and coming in. Look, this is what we're all about. Yeah. You know, this is where we want to strive, this is where we want to be. So I'd love a I'd manager to come in and just you know get to know us and get the fans going, but obviously got that need or the credibility to attract the players that we need in January and in the summer. And then hopefully in the following year, we're in Europe, that he's got the European mounts, you know. Yeah. You know, people have spoke about Burnley and Everton. They're two different clubs in my eyes.
3: Yeah, definitely.
0: And I feel that, you know, he's probably got a job for life at Burnley. And if he, if he comes to Everton does well for a couple of years, does he really think that the manager, the, the machinery, might go, well, now we're in Europe, we push pushing you know, off your mm-hmm. path, and we'll want to bring someone else and take us to the next level again. Mm. So it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a gamble for him as well. I um, think the pressure would be on him the, straight the, away, the, away
3: the, wouldn't it? Just because uh, the, I don't think 100% of the fan base would be behind him because, is yeah. he, as you said, is he the right guy? Um,
0: yeah. yeah the, the, you know, if you think about managing, and know I'd like to, to obviously answer a He hasn't got a club, but, you know, we've got to be realistic here. Yeah. Yeah, but ask the question, throw money at him. Yeah, of course. You know, there's nothing nothing available for him to throw money, because someone's going to get him. And you know, he again, he's not going to stay long term. But he'll get a bit of mentality of the club where he's better to be at. Yeah. You know, it shows different levels in different clubs. You're buying me on top of the league, but not playing the way they they play as a club. So they sacked them. Yeah. You know, you know, that, you know that's different in all around Europe. how this is Amber's winning everything 18 months ago. And now he's under pressure. Mm, you know, yeah, they're off. They're expecting yeah. our club needs to be you know, we don't deserve the right to be like that yet, yeah, but you've got to start thinking that way. Um were and were I think you,
3: uh, were you a little bit surprised that maybe Tuchel, uh former Dortmund manager, hasn't been linked a little bit more with the job.
0: Yeah, they was it was uh, I think he's distanced himself from anything, hasn't he? Um, so it's uh it's gone pretty quiet. Um it, it is some it again it, it's again gamble the Premier League situation yeah. that that would worry me but mm. that you do but you need these where are these that we're gonna be bringing in because I think if you got a high profile manager on the phone it'd be very difficult for them to turn around and say no. Yeah. You know, um you know the really it you know, speaking to, to lads and you go the poor Benitez name gets popped up about. I don't want him anywhere near All us. Right. But he's, he, he knows the Premier League, he's got the European mount, so it's sort of him but not him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> you
1: know, so yeah, so
0: you know, somebody yeah. you know, what the Perry's all about, and um, but then you can start building a team for the next three or four years. This season has been a, a nightmare, but it, it shouldn't be written off. Yeah, we can still finish. You know, in that but, uh, you know, in a way, you don't really want to be in Europe again next year. I think it's sort of put a downer on everyone. But we want to finish eighth. You know, we want to finish ninth. We just We still get that gap if we get a run of game's going. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and that will attract players. being you know, our next season, our next level is to go to where we wanted to be this season. They're pushing for the you know, the the top six and the top four, yeah. plus them put. You know, that we have to wait until next season that to happen now. But, you know, if you are finishing bottom half of the table, you're gonna to struggle to attract the players that we want. Um and it's just gonna delay sort of the where, where we want to be at. You know, it was yeah. it's just been very disappointing because it has been so positive, especially when the new guy came in with Shiri and yeah, the positive exciting. talking of the ground. Yeah, we started buying a lot of plays, there was money coming in, there was I'm singing songs about <laughs> how much money we've got. Yeah. And, um you know, it, it was exciting times and then just the way we started this season just it just put a, a bit of down and it sort of we sort of pressed the pause button a little bit and probably gone backwards. Yeah. Um so whoever comes in, I think yeah, you know, the the players, they can't be that that poorly, but just our performance have been so poorly, it's it been very disappointing. So yeah. I, you know, I think the, the lads need to take a lot more responsibility, go back to basics and remember you know, what they, what they needed to do to sort of keep the level up. And I just really feel that they're stuck in too many styles from Martins to Koeman to, say, Unzi, I thought sort of, we're not all on the same hinge at the minute. Um, do, you feel, do you feel that? You just no to the rhythm. Bar? Um, um, yeah I, yeah I, yeah that, it, it's even last season you know we we had a team at you that, know, but then it only takes one suspension a couple of injuries, and you're like, oh,
1: yeah,
0: I and you you realize how sort of fragile we are, and that's what I really hoped for this summer was to have twenty two players and you can play in every position, and you 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 you're causing sort of um not problem because not problems for the manager but. Rivalry in training, so you know if you're not on the, if you don't play well Saturday, mate, I'm playing.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, put that pressure on. But we have we got too many players that have got, it doesn't matter how they play, they're going to be playing each week. So mm. there's no one to, to come in and do do a better job. Um, and I just feel you know, the the back four, it's difficult. If you chopping and changing the back four, it is really important to have the same set of side, But there's been so many under par performances, and mistakes. You know, Williams has being. You know, so, so many st- mistakes, so you can understand why they dropped in And then Jags have come in and haven't fulfilled his potential again. You know, he's, he's struggled and Keane struggled. And, and yeah, really I think all three of them, they're, they're making so many mistakes, especially the you know, the Watford game that was when it was, I was sat in the park end with my brother that game. And yeah. I could see what Watford were doing after two minutes. And we never done anything to stop it. We never we, we played two sit- sitting midfielders to be who you presume is to press the ball, but also protect the ball getting into the striker's feet. And the centre said the half of passing the ball, not through the air, but on the ground, to, to the striker's feet. And they was turning Keane, he or tearing Jags. Where's the leadership? Why isn't anyone shouting? Yeah got two like the centre. Just stand here, stop that ball for us. You know, it's a simple decision that can stop how waffled the player and every build-up from the full-back to centre-half. That's how they've done it. And then we never let him because we went to Palace and Zaha gets a chance to just oh, yeah. pick the ball up, turn and run into the box and tap it in. Mm. And as, you know, we, I mean, as a full-back here, we see like stop crossing, stop crossing, that's your job. But sometimes, you know, build up playing, you just can't stop the cross and the centre-half needs to acknowledge well, we're not going to stop that cross. So where's the man? Yeah. Not one of them look for the man, they're all ball-watching mm. and he pulls, you know, he peels off and taps it in and that's not that's not young kids. No. You know, that's, what are supposedly two England internationals
1: yeah
0: and we so it's they're not clear, it's, it's, yeah it's basic stuff and it's stuff that if they were talking of being the leaders that they supposed to be that, what, that situation wouldn't have even happened it would have been a ball uh, by cars being passed backwards or sideways. Yeah. Um so it's little things like that that are not getting sort of uh, stamped on and I've said it in the column um, today little, if I was in a video room and I was keen or Jagielgat I'd be embarrassed Watching that, yeah. You know, because I can know what you know. I'd know what to say. by just going just step to the right where we're snared and where we're gay to stop that ball. You know I, know, I know they're chasing the ball down a lot, but then that's their job. You know, it's it's it's, it's, a, it's a it's a basic thing. of Just do your jobs first because we're struggling. We need to sort of be compact together, help each other out, and then as the game gets on, hopefully get a bit of rhythm start creating a few chances. Yeah. but we're sort of this. There's no partnership at the minute, there's no fluency, there's no sort of identity at the minute. I, I feel that's probably because of the chop and change, they managers, but the senior players know that. You know, they, you know, and they know what's going on mm. and they, they need to sort of stand up and go, you know, and be have a bit more proud about themselves. You, yeah, you can see the trying. Level, and they're trying. Yeah, they're, they're trying, you know, but you can see. But it's like they're trying, but the two yards too late because they're not set up properly we're not being brave enough off the back, we're far too deep at the back and we're making it too difficult for our midfielders to get any pressure on. Yeah. So if you played play that extra five yards there to forward, you know, Pickford, you know, we, you know, he's had a fantastic season, he's been probably our best player, but he's letting too many goals and because of the way we're defending we're far too deep, so anything that goes in behind our defence, it's basically a goal or a shot on goal. Mm-hmm. So he's having a, you know, He's <laughs> having a busier, busier time. If he plays there, like five yards there before. But of push the midfielder tighter and get in people's faces and don't let them settle, um, which I think I'm usually trying to get them to do. But as game as the game goes on, we just seem to sort of go back into our old ways again, whether they are one of the usual ways. And I just, I can just see some players are playing one style and one playing the other, Um who we need to bring in. You know, every player is going to start react. That new reaction is going to happen. Yeah. And I feel if we do get a long-term manager in now, it will be you know going to be a bit of a gamble for us. But it, I think it would be better because the players know that he's going to be the manager for at least the next two years, so they need to prove to him that they want to be on that pitch.
1: Yeah. And if
0: they're not, sorry, shut off, go. Yeah. You know, if you want to moan about it or go to the press every time you go international duty and have a moan, what yeah, you want. we know about we, that. <laughs> yeah, we you know. I don't I don't understand why why he did it because I. If, you know, Kevin Morales comes in and scores 15 goals a season. I go fair enough. Yeah. You no, know, his job is to create, to create chances and score. He hasn't done it. How many chances have been given over the last few years? He's got talent. The boy's got really talent, but he only shows it in parts. Mm-hmm. And then he goes away to Belgium and starts his mouth <laughs> off. And he, he hasn't done nothing. I don't think he scored 10 goals for us in one season. No, that's
3: you know, a fair point. I think it's, it's it very
0: is. poor. It's very like at the end of the day. Kouban brought players in because so he gives Ross Barkley a lot of stress over it. that was it productivity, that, mm. that weird he loves saying. Yeah, he but But they've got, we've got worse. You know, we've got And we're not creating any more than we were last season. Um, so when they're, they're out of the team, when they come in, they've got to make an impact. You know, Luckman started the weekend. I felt sorry for him because, he, you know, he shows glimpses. But, again... It's no settled side. You you're all, you're on your own, yeah. doing your own little things. So I really, hopefully, we can just get a settled team and go. Look, we're just going to play this way. Let's yeah. be brave. and be strong. and Get active and get a bit of fluency going because I think the chopping changes from no wingers, then with all from two wingers. Um, you know, it's a, it's we don't really know what's going on from one week to the next, and it's just really disappointing, frustrating, the path in this season. But the players just need to take a bit more responsibility for so, I me, mean, no matter no matter but. A real, I really think if they get a long term one, it will be better because if you get a short term one, um, I don't know. Say Alidade, we spoke spoken about before, and Mireles, mm. and they say not involved and on the bench or at the squad. Yeah. He he he's, he's just going to go. Well, I'm going to last you, so I'm not going to bother trying. I yeah. will wait till the summer. I mean, I. But it. then um, there, might, there might be there might be a game that we probably need Mireles to come in. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if, you know, so. And hopefully we don't go short-term. It doesn't look like we're going to go short-term now, but there was a scare a few weeks ago that we were, I think we yeah. were, were looking that way. So, was you know, the, um, if Marcus Silva comes in, it's going to be a gamble because we don't know what he's going to you know, be able to do if he gets us up to that league. But we've done well at Watford and he's had his best call, but I haven't another step up again. Yeah, was,
3: um, uh, was the appeal ever there for you to, to get involved in the coaching side of things?
0: No, it, was, I, it wasn't I really. I should have really done them when I was, when I was yeah. injured. Yeah, when I had a bit of time around, I should have got involved and done it a little bit. But um, I, know I always thought going on
3: now, of course.
0: yeah, I always thought it, well, it wasn't really me. I I wish I could rather go from nothing to manager, which has never been a way. You got a, yeah. you got to earn your stars and strikes, stripes, I suppose. But I would never be a coach. I always even being a player, I'd, I couldn't. It it's it is a it's a tough job. I went to do my badge only Lasted three days. <laughs> exactly. uh, I had to come out. Like, deep, yeah, the component one of the component two and put it into a phase of play. I went what you just spoke to me about. You know, well, I've got to explain it to other people. I'm I'm going to be cheating them yeah. and, and myself yeah. because you know I'd love to be a number three in a change room. You know, going Go round. I'm more of a one-to-one person. I think I, I was like that as a player. Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't good for to stand up and talk in front of a lot of lads or whatever. But one-to-one, I was always sort of you know, putting out the pointers in there. You know, mm. it's the young kids, even some senior players, just go around and to each each one. So I'd, I would like to do that, possibly in the future, but you need your badges still to do that. So it's probably an avenue I'd never, I'd never sort of go down. Um, but yeah,
3: it's, I, um, I feel like we're um, running out of time a little bit, but I just want to give an honourable yeah. mention to Manchester City, because I know they've probably got uh, a yeah. um. <laughs> Um, yeah. I'm right in saying your oldest son, Michael. He does he support Manchester City?
0: He comes. Yeah, he, 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 yeah, he's a little man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, everyone said that's because he started going to go the game a lot, a lot more. He was obviously too young when I was at Everton.
1: And,
0: yeah, uh, and the range and and stuff. And um and I was obviously City. He was obviously going the game, but mm. um, with, 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 with my family and stuff. And uh, so we started. Well, he's still an Everton fan. He had the season ticket, so we still oh. go on the Everton game. Yeah. Um, but then he, everyone said, "Well, yeah, he only supports him because he, he played there." I went, no, he never. He, said, he started to support them when I left. Yeah. <laughs> so. He, I, I think he followed the money. I think it was the, the signing of like the Daniel or the yeah, Guerrero, So it was an exciting got him path, a little bit it, for, for him. Yeah, so I gave him some stick, but he's he yeah, he's he, he still got a he still it's a, there's a toffee in there somewhere. Yeah. But I failed as a father, not <laughs> I'll <of the> <laughs> we'll just um, Yeah, so, uh, one I,
1: will,
0: uh, thing. We'll so I wanted to ask
3: you um, if you could go back to. When was it? I think it was April 97 when you made your debut and redo your whole career again. Would you? And if so, would you change anything? Would you live it all again? No.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you've all been. It's a dream country. Yeah. You know, you you your know, dream was to, obviously, captain Everton in England. That was a kid's dream. I, know I never managed to sort of do that, but I, I, I got close. You know, yeah. I, I, I played for my boy on team. You know, mm. loved to, loved to, got me. You know, you always wanted to have a testimonial. You know, that was, you know, it was, yeah. You know you wanted to you know, back then it wasn't a it was a big thing, wasn't it to you know, play for yeah. your club and play forever and play for forever for ten years was always something I've always wanted to do when it was it was so close to return a few times, but it just never seemed to happen um so it that I'm disappointed about but you can't i couldn't not I wouldn't change anything really yeah. There's no sort of regret to anything it's, it happens I was lucky enough to play football of you know the job that you know, every every boy wants to do. And mm. So in that in that sense, uh, now you, you, you live it all over again and uh, probably twice as much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no,
3: fantastic. Mm. Uh, so thank you very much. Yeah, no
0: worries, no no problem mate, no problem.
3: And I uh, enjoy the rest of your day anyway, and I'll I'll give you a shout over Twitter when it goes up.
0: Right, spot on. All right, thanks very right, much. Take care, thank right, you. Cheers mate, take
2: care. Yeah. Bye. It was a genuine treat to listen to some of Bawley's stories there. Thanks to Bawley and indeed you, the listener, for tuning in. If you've listened via YouTube, please like and subscribe to Toffee Blues page. If you have any stories about Bawley, leave them in the comments below. If you were listening via podcast, please do leave a rating because trust me, we need them. Until next time, take care. Goodbye.